But yeah. All right. So whenever you're ready, we'll hit that button. Hit it. Are you ready? Nah, 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 nah. Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off the pig, Freddy! Get him off the pig! Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. We are T-minus nine days from my balls, my dog's balls. <laughs> For my balls. For my dog's balls being chopped off. That's the countdown because that little little turd is pissing in my floor still. And there's only one way to teach a man that pisses in your floor. You take his privates. <laughs> I am joined by the pretty young thing himself, the 1983 Mr. Dixie Youth Grand Champion. And best friend Josh Brawley's hey Josh. Look in my eyes. What do you see? Yeah, we're going to get there. A stressed out motherfucker, <laughs> Richard Lee. <laughs> I know the pain. Brakes not stopping. <laughs> I have a lot of whiplash now, yeah. Do you have any buyer's remorse on that? You know. On that spaghetti-filled incident that you call a Mustang. <laughs> no, I'm not. No? It's just. Still a good shale. It's still a good shale. No, the the shit that I bought for it is just not performing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's gotta, you. Are you skimping on aftermarket parts? No, I spent. Is that what's happening? I spent over $700 on front brakes. So, yeah, I went over. Did you go the, to AutoZone? No. Bought them from China, huh? No, bought them from Late Model Restoration. Oh. One of the biggest Mustang part sellers in the world. Should have went to Rock Auto. Uh, no, if I wanted stock stuff, that's what I would do. <laughs> oh, I want those brakes that come on like NASCAR shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an upgrade even for a Cobra. But, dude, like I said, um, got everything hooked up. You know, everything's tight. No brake fluid leaking anywhere. And... It's literally like I don't have front brakes at all. Oh, well, nice. Yeah. You learn to, to, to <laughs> aim your fucking stops, you know? The Explorer, which I still have. It. Like, when I got the new car, that thing became like the bastard stepchild. I just parked it at the side of my house, and I was like, I tried to, I cleaned it up one day. I got the three. 33 pounds of shit out of it that I had in there. <laughs> like, stuff it that, was It was awful. Dude, it was like I had been living in there. Like, I had found, like, cards against you. Like, no, apples to apples cards. I haven't played apples to apples in, like, seven years. <laughs> Have you ever played that? It's like, it was like a PG version of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, no. But there was, like, get, like. Sounded like a Jake Roberts card game. In the movie. Everyone play apples. Play apples to apples. I got two of them, too. We play apples to oranges. <laughs> Things you can't compare. <laughs> and then you try to go home and with play a basket cards, full of fruit. And then play Cards Against Humanity with your wife. <laughs> Ain't no way, man. 
No, uh, Apples to Apples was a card game that was big before Cards Against Humanity really took off. It was like the PG version. So we haven't played it in years. Like to be honest, like there has like been no, uh, there's been no playing it within the past uh, seven years. And I found cards under the the seat. Stuff my daughter just threw down, like she had just taken Coke cans and sprayed them in the back seat. So uh, I actually ordered an upholstery uh, cleaner. Like, you know how you have those carpet cleaners, the rug doctor things you order from? I know how I needed one, like, last week. Yeah, well, I've got one now you can borrow. Too Uh, late. Yeah, well, (laughs) all it basically is is a a very high-powered... it's not a carpet steamer. It's like a carpet steamer, but all it basically does is just suck water up. That's all it does. It sucks Kinda water like out of the dog's carpet. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks water up. Uh, so you basically, like today, um, my wife a couple years ago shamed me. We have this headboard on our bed that's completely white. It's like a cushioned headboard. You know, it's got mirrors and stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> I can hit buttons and Cokes and shit pop out. No. <laughs> but a couple of years ago, because she bought a white one, there's nothing ever ever that stays fully white, right? Like It will become dingy-ass yes. eggshell within a month or two. Well, she pointed out, because at one point I was just laying my head on the headboard, that the part I was laying my head on had a very grayish hue to it. <laughs> like It was like I was staining it. I was like, and she pointed that out. Well, so your baldness, I guess so. Just my oily nature of my skull was like Michael Jordan in yeah. the damn fourth quarter, yeah. just dripping. I didn't know just that dripping. It, there's a fan that's on me the whole time. I don't know why. I'm oh, believe me, I know that. I'm I'm very aware. You can you probably got like ten fans down there in your bedroom. I like to stay cool. We know. <laughs> you know that because when you were the world knows that <laughs> when you were when we were younger. You used to stay in, uh, stay at our house. You were you were a part time resident. You you could have filed taxes there. It would have been fine. I used to get them damn Columbia house, <laughs> fourteen CDs for a penny thing. Get your house extra, in the mail. Yeah. So so you know how cold it was. It was a it was a it was a side thing for like if we ever had girls over when we you were gonna see nipples. <laughs> this is how cold it was in my room. It was cold enough to hang meat <laughs> in my room when I was like a teenager. So anywho um, I bet there was a lot of meat slanging around back when you was a teenager in there. <laughs> yeah, Bandit just humped everything. <laughs> uh but no man, like uh I forgot where I was going with this. That meat comment fucked you up. Yeah it did. It messed me up. <laughs> But no, 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 I was like, oh, the headboard. The headboard was dingy, and she pointed it out. So today, I ordered, well, not today, but last week I ordered a upholstery and carpet cleaner. It's a handheld, like, portable. You still have to plug it in, but it's supposed to be, like, for cars and little spots. Like, if your dog has one spot that he's just pissing on a rug. Sucks, though, you know, it only has one of them ashtray plug-ins, so I got to get a fucking adapter for the house. But no, it's... It's, it's it's not just for the car? No, it's not for the car at all. It's oh. for the house. So you'd have to get like a long extension cord and run it out to your car. But uh, I, I, I put it on the headboard today. And after some finagling, I figured it out. I figured out how to use it, like how to make things work. So, man, I'm, ba- I'm about to make this Explorer look like brand new inside. You're not going to want to sell it then. No, I am going to want to sell it. Uh, I said all that because the brakes in the Explorer aren't as good 
as like normal brakes. And I had gotten used to my brakes, like because they're bad. <laughs> but like, it's not the brakes; it's just I don't know what it is. Like we've had brake <laughs> jobs done, and you just have to pump them, build up the pressure, or whatever. I don't know what it is. Um, well, I think what you're trying to um, connect the dots with here is, is releasing the liability when I sell the car. <laughs> well, no, you're saying I have an 04 Ford also. You got an 06 Ford. An 06. It's probably in the same uh, mm-hmm. brake family. Yeah. So you're just telling me I'm just probably going to have to live with it. Yeah. Well, well I, I'm saying because I got in my car, my new car the other day, and was driving around, and I had to move the Explorer. When I got in it, I started like, I was like slamming on the brakes, like starting to panic. <laughs> like, I might have to find a rock facing to slam this thing into. <laughs> you know, like, I've got to slow it down somehow. I threw it into gear. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in reverse. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, it was just like, man, these brakes are different. Uh, so, yeah, you might just, it might be one of those things you just have to learn to live with. Like no front brakes. <laughs> what you're saying? Little to no front brakes. <laughs> That's not good. The worst day. Uh, the worst day. Today. It was, it today was, like was the, the first day that my dad ever drove my my car. Right. Oh no! Wait! 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 Before you say that, because okay. that's gold. I feel like that's gold. It was like the Simpsons where they were like. Uh, Bart looks at his dad's like, Dad, this is the worst day of my life. And Homer goes, the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the brakes, no front brakes so far. <laughs> Wait till the back brakes go out. <laughs> no, but your dad drove your your um, your Mustang today? Yeah, we, we hooked everything up and, you know, we were just like, hey, we're going to have to try it, see what it does. Put the wheels on it. He backs it out of his uh uh, driveway there which is totally illegal because he doesn't have a valid license <laughs> he was just driving in the back alley so. still illegal <laughs> well you gonna call the police on him i am you tell that man i'm gonna call the law on him see what he says he um would he would he unfriend me immediately like oh well he's not facebook but i meant like, oh, he'd probably he, like throw shit at your car as you drove by <laughs> as he drove by <laughs> well yeah he uh he's, he backs out and by the time like He's about five feet away from the front, you know, the gate that he went out. He's like, yeah. this motherfucker ain't got no front brakes on him. <laughs> Only the back stopping. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck to do. And just gets <laughs> that's, all. That's a shocker. Yeah. He like, admitted he, He's that. admitting that he, he's, he's lost. <laughs> I'm tapping out on this one, Joshua. He said, you're going to need to get on that Facebook and talk to some of them groups or something. <laughs> Some of them bitches work on these fucking things all the time. I don't know what the fuck to do. It don't make sense. That's what he kept saying. It, it don't make sense. And like... I'm I, hitting the brake. I'm hitting it as hard as I can. Well, no. I mean, we literally have everything tight. You know, yeah. we bled the brakes and all that shit and nothing's changed. Right. So, he, uh, yeah, he just... He he flat out. I don't know what the fuck to do, and like I'm I'm feeling like when he's saying this and stuff, I'm feeling like now I'm the burden. Yeah. Now I got this fucking never me a beast of burden. I got this this project, <laughs> this fucking uh, Sudoku puzzle out yeah. here, and he's just My like front breaks. You can put me out. <laughs> I know what he wants to do. I right. know he'd rather have his mower sitting where my car is. Because <laughs> taking every up, day 
that damn Mustang, that spaghetti field Mustang sits in that spot. My mower's not there. <laughs> God damn, Freddy, every time I work on that son bitch, I want Olive Garden. <laughs> you know me, I'm not a corporate man. <laughs> you want to get that taste Italy for me, Freddy? <laughs> I don't think I don't see your dad as an Olive Garden type. Oh no, he no. don't even like pizza. Really? No. Okay, that's just weird. He, he doesn't, doesn't like pizza. No. Why doesn't he like pizza? I don't know, man. What's his favorite food? Probably like fucking uh, <laughs> hog malls or something like <laughs> saltines and whiskey, <laughs> sardines and fucking toast. <laughs> Some kind of weird shit. So weird. <laughs> Eggs and ketchup with ham mixed in. An extra ranch dressing. No, I started honestly, liking ranch in '95. I hadn't stopped. <laughs> honestly, I think he 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 would he would rather have like um, you know. Like my mom cooking my hamburger on the stove, yeah, or, or with you know, bread as the bun, yes, not actual buns, big but old bread. hunks of fucking onion and shit. Yeah, like, ugh. that does sound good though. Honestly, no. a good home like one of the best things like is when you're hungover and you're in a big city and they have those twenty four hour like Nashville or Memphis and they have those like little diner stops like on the main street, like. The PF Cafe, I think it's PF Cafe in Memphis, if they're still there, right by the, um, the uh, it's not the Right by the PF Chang, Mingle, ironically. Right by Minglewood Hall. There's a place called PF Cafe. They have one of the best burgers ever, and they got grilled onions on it and stuff like that. Those those types of things are awesome. You, you don't like grilled onions? No. You're just weird. What do you like on your burger? I like uh, cheese, ketchup, mustard, and Ketchup pickle. on a burger? Yes. And pickle, and that's it. You like, like bacon mayo on, on a burger? Absolutely not. I'm like undercover brother when it comes to mayo. You don't like mayo? No. Only on tuna fish. And that's mixed in with the tuna fish and the <laughs> eggs and all that. So How could you not like mayo? That's just weird. I don't. Do you eat ketchup on your sandwiches too? Yes. All right, that's. Just... <laughs> Are you talking about like a, a, like, a, a, like a ham like and cheese my... sandwich? You're gonna no, put ketchup? On? No, 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 mustard. <laughs> Ain't nothing that blames out the flavor of steak like ketchup. No mustard. <laughs> that's still... you know <clears throat> that's what uh, that's what my uncle said about Vince. What he said that's how he eats his ketchup. Well done, his ketchup. So he eats his steak. Mr. Well Uncle done. Danny, hold on, Mr. Uncle Danny. Yes. Who had a contract with Vince McMahon? Mm-hmm. Said that Vince McMahon. Th- we could make all the news. For like the well, it would be a. It's not a snow a snow lose week, <laughs> a slow news week. It's not a slow news week. But if it was a slow news week, week, if you would have saved this for like I don't know, I don't know, two three weeks ago, if you would have just said, hey, this information, we could have made like nodq.com, Raja Wrestling. I don't know what the news articles uh. are, <laughs> but go ahead and say it. Mister Uncle Danny said, "What about Vince McMahon's steak habits?" He likes them well done, and he eats them with ketchup. And this is the man that hates the South. Yes. I mean, he's from the South. He's from the South, but he doesn't like anything about the South. No. But he eats his steak in the most Southern redneck way ever. Well done with With ketchup. ketchup. I used to be the same way. I fucking ventured out a few uh, years ago and started eating like, uh, well, I've always kind of, Country bobs every now and again, but like ketchup, that was how do my you main... eat your how do you eat your steaks? With a fork? No, no, no. Like what temperature? What do you mean? Done. Oh fucking hell! 
You waste a steak. No, not. <laughs> medium rare, <clears throat> dude. You're a fucking get ig- medium at ignoramus. least. Otherwise, you're just chewing on that shit for forever. You might as well take your belt off and chew on it. That's no. a, that's a well done steak. No. You know there are certain places that will not serve well done steaks because it's ruining the meat. Well, I tell them to go fucking fuck off somewhere. Well, you'd probably be leaving because they're not going to serve you one. Medium rare, dude. Have you never Look, had a medium rare eat, steak? If you yeah, and it's gross as hell. It's not gross. If you, you never have a good medium rare steak, then yeah, I have. No, if you if it was gross, then it wasn't good. Well, you you've never <laughs> crawled through the right tunnel, Richard. You've never just uh, I mean, the only tunnel you've crawled through successfully is a fucking vagina. That was when he was born. Did you realize that? I don't get where you go with this. I am it's a, a te- weird. I'm a weird textured leap for steak. I'm a textured oriented person. You just and like that's chewing with, on shit for no, an hour. That's, that's with all foods. Just like you got your little ticks with tunnels and fucking whatever else. I have my. I love little, how you said my ticks with tunnels. Like I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> You're Either bringing way. claustrophobia into well done steak. I'm saying that I have something in my brain that yeah. won't let me eat certain things Redneck. based on texture alone. <laughs> Redneck. I can't, I'm the same way with certain foods, too. I can't eat uh, oysters. I can't I eat, can't do oysters, either. I can't do most fish. I don't do lobster. Yeah, something about the... It's a sea roach. Yeah. It's an ex-o-ex... And when it comes... Exoskeleton sea roach. When it comes to, um, like, meat... Yeah. Chicken, pork, you beat it. whatever. Yeah, it has to be dry. Mm-hmm. It has to be fucking done. Yeah. Like I don't want juicy ass chicken. That's nasty <laughs> to me. I don't like juicy ass breast. No, well, nobody should like juicy ass chicken. <laughs> That's how you get salmonella. There's a difference between uncooked chicken and uncooked beef. Like medium rare beef isn't cooked. No, no, no. Medium rare is pretty uh, medium medium try a medium steak that is cooked well done means they've cooked all the life and soul out of the thing exactly what i'm going for well then you i don't, don't want to know that i'm eat eating steak. animal get ribs then <laughs> you'd be happier with ribs i can't eat a lot of the rib because you, of the fat you don't what what, what does the fat hurt texture texture motherfucker uh, now okay I'm gizzard gonna... fat any of that who's I don't eating eat gizzard it. all the time you act like this is on the menu at a, nas- a national steakhouse gizzards <laughs> I, don't, I can't eat them no i can't eat gizzards either you know why they're fucking gizzards <laughs> <laughs> they're not supposed to be eaten my wife loves them that's the redneck in her i married into it i understand when i married but you're not supposed to eat the gizzards it's like the chicken wing the wings were the things that people threw away. And somebody just said, well, hey, we got these scraps. Let's throw them in this sauce and cook them. And somebody said, this is awesome. Well, then they, they took them for a mark and sold a, a bunch of wings to them. I only do boneless wings. Chicken nuggets. Pretty much. Yeah. Giant chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's, that's what you like. Chicken nuggets and well-done steak. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, Josh, the giant three-year-old. I think it's because that doctor shoved his finger in your asshole when you were young <laughs> and that's it's like whatever i like now is what i'm gonna like i ain't gonna mature <laughs> i can't eat oatmeal like i eat oatmeal but after a few bites it's like i start it's gaggy you know what i mean like how do you eat your oatmeal runny you don't eat oatmeal no i, I eat it like uh when it's like silly putty see i can't do that like i would rather have runny oatmeal than the clumpy cloggy get caught in 
caught in your throat. Oatmeal. I don't think you're seeing the uh, the trend here. Anything that I eat has to be done to the max. No Whatever it is. No, this, I'm, I'm starting to unravel the mystery of your hemorrhoid. <laughs> I don't eat it with my ass. <laughs> you might as well. It's got the same flavor and texture. <laughs> no. <laughs> When's the last time you tasted my ass? I mean, we're going to pull at that thread. <laughs> Guys, it got weird. <laughs> no. Um, Hey, we got to talk about this. I mean, we've got to. All right, so right now, rewind to like five weeks ago. I sent you a message, and I said, CM Punk signed with AEW. And Josh, you're kind of a doubting Thomas a little bit, right? Like, you were like, I I'll call bo- out bullshitters. <laughs> no, you're a bit of a doubting Thomas. I, you know, if somebody, if I tell you something, especially me, I could say, hey, that sky's blue. You would look at me just like my wife and be like, I'm going to need some more proof. I don't believe that's blue. Like, you've always been that way, which is fine. That's just the way. And I still like you. We still hang out. We're still best friends. Because I tell I'm, you the truth. No, I just, you tell me what you think's the truth. And I appreciate that. But five weeks ago, I said, hey, they just signed CM Punk. You're like, I will believe it when I see him walk out. Yeah, because. Yeah, and I get it. I get How why many you times that. Yeah. has that happened in yeah. the last few years? Well, not that they've signed him, but just the fact, like, like people say, hey, he could be there. Like, there were reports that he was signed, like, five weeks ago. Like, or he was on the verge of signing. And I get, I get the skeptics. Um, but, like. Like three three weeks ago, they announced this show in Chicago, which our buddy Lance was at. Which you can get his book, All the Right Notes, on Amazon right now by Lance Levine. Levin, how do you say his name, John? I like Levine. 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 And when you Joshua say, Lee. When you say Vine. Richard Lee Vine. Yeah, when you say Vine, you put that Vine. On it. <laughs> but uh, he was there last night in Chicago, and my one tweet, my one tweet, my one text to you was. CM Punk just just got to the uh, – CM Punk just walked in the ring. Is that what I said? Something like that. Punk's there. Punk's there. And, and it's like, just, hey, this wasn't bullshit. Like, dude, I'm going to play something real quick before we go any further. This was my favorite debut of anybody ever. It was from 1999. Uh, wait a minute. And it was Chris Jericho. Interrupting hey, the rock. And I want you to hear the pop of this crowd. There's 10 seconds, nine. It was a big countdown. They did it for, for months and months and months on end. If you're a WWE fan, you know exactly what this was. And me and Josh had known Chris Jericho from, what, ECW days was when he really stood out? And we were big fans. But this right here was when Jericho became like, Somebody we like is gonna get a push. You know what I mean? That was what that was what I was thinking. Somebody I love is gonna get a push. Listen to this crowd reaction, which was also in Chicago. And you can hear people already saying Jericho, which when I was a kid, I didn't have a clue who was gonna appear here. (laughs) 
I still get fucking chills. Dude, by far, that was one of my favorite all-time debuts ever. And WWE, for their credit, Dude, for years, I'd always dreamed, like, one day maybe I'll have that reaction somewhere. You know, maybe not to the same extent, but, you know, you can't buy that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't manufacture that. You can pump in crowd noise all you want, but you can't manufacture the crowd legitimately getting behind you. And being surprised and being ready to go. And WWE sold it really well. Not only did they show Jericho, which most WCW fans and most people that had known him knew he was entertaining, knew he could be more than what he was in WCW. Well, see, at that time, he left hot as hell. Yeah. When he when he left, I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when he left, I think he was trying to get in a feud with Je- uh, 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 Goldberg. It was right after that he had left. Like he was, he wasn't trying to get in a feud with Goldberg. He was just trying to do something entertaining. But like, he, for like two or three weeks yeah. in a row, he was talking shit about Goldberg and saying all this shit, and like I was nothing already, ever happened. When I became a fan of Jericho was when he was wrestling Pitbull number two for the television title. And Pitbull number two was going to do the super power bomb off the second rope. Mm-hmm. And he was diving out with him. And Jericho turned it into a hurricane rana. Yeah. Like, I remember awesome. me and you both popped at like 1 a.m. We heard my grandmother going, y'all better calm down in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it was just awesome. So from that moment on, I was like, this guy was a good wrestler. Well, then in WCW, you get to the point where he's like, arm bar, move number 43, arm bar. <laughs> you know, and he does this whole thing. All that stuff was entertaining. You know, and I was like, man, this guy's hilarious. He's a good wrestler. You know, that was our thing, comedy and wrestling. So I was drawn to this guy. So when he had that entrance, and I didn't know he was going to be in WWE. I just hadn't seen him in WCW in a little while. But I was like, oh, he's going to come back, and they're just never going to use him right. When I saw Jericho pop up on the screen that night, I remember Going, oh my God, this is, you know, like just popping in my living room, in my bedroom, because, you know, that was where I had my TV. That's where I watched wrestling. I just remember being so blown away that he was there. That was my favorite debut until last night, Josh, and this was it. This is the start of AEW Rampage. Oh, my God. People knew it was coming. And you still, the whole time I was watching this, Josh, I was just smiling. You know what I mean? And for 20 minutes, and even though this is, I've heard some people, I've heard some bullshit critics go, well, this was in Chicago. It doesn't matter where it's at. Jerry Lawler's from Memphis. You think he's going to get this reaction today? 
to get this reaction today when fans are so jaded and so lost in their phones and lost in technology and lost in all the other things they could get lost in to get this legitimate reaction. That is, that's something you can't buy. And it doesn't matter where it's at. I have not felt this much excitement for a wrestling show or a product. And I, I know I'm going to sound like I'm bullshitting and overhyping. <laughs> I have not felt this much excitement for a wrestling product since the NWO days. Like, I wanted to get behind TNA. I wanted to get behind TNA when TNA was a product. Like, and I tried to love it. And I did. I loved that it was an alternative because I'm always going to root for the underdog. But, dude, with this move last night and this crowd reaction, you go on Twitter. Every other post, because I'm a wrestling fan, every other post was about CM Punk and AEW. Like, this is a mega move. I mean, I know when we were younger, Hulk Hogan joined WCW and they tried to make it a big thing with the ticker tape parade. They could have literally had a ticker tape parade for this motherfucker in Chicago. And it would have been over. And I would have watched it and been gleefully happy the whole time. Because as I was watching this whole 20-minute segment that he had on a one-hour show, yeah, that's right. They gave him, what, a, a third of the show? Yep. The whole time, I was like, I'm not turning it anyway. Like, I'm going to watch everything on this. And if me, the most jaded wrestling fan ever... <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm one of the most jaded. Like, there's very few things that pop me for real. If I'm watching this blown away, think about what that does for the laxed fan, the ones that are just watching it on, you know, eh, I know who CM Punk is, but he hasn't been on in a while. If they're flipping channels and they see this shit, what does that do? You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, what? what's your thoughts? Well, I'm still harking on the fact that you did the Lawler comparison. Don't ever compare Sam Punk to the King. I'm going to be honest. King was over in Memphis, but I don't know if he was this over. I mean, I'm just saying, man. He's no Lawler. I'll just say <sighs> Who, that. Who, CM Punk? Yes. Well, I mean, he is married to an adult woman, <laughs> if that's what you're saying. No. And he's not holding on way past his prom. Um I will say this. Lawler earned what he earned, and he was over. But, dude, that reaction right there was better than anybody I've ever seen in wrestling. Dude. I mean, you can say what you you want to say. A lot of these people, like, jack off to him What does it matter? What does it matter? Because you can't make people do that. It's a certain type of fan. And I'm glad that this is happening. But I'm saying you can't make people. You can't make people make signs. Look at that sign, 2766 days, 2,766 days, which you know what he's representing. You can't make people carve out signs. You can't make them chant for you. You can get the bullshit, let's go, let's go, let's go chants, but you can't make people viscerally cheer for you the way they cheered for that man last night. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. But Now, another good feel good as – as sad as it is, because I'm I'm gonna be honest, I think it's better than what he got. I, CM Punk got a better reaction. The other time that I felt this good this past year was, or past year and a half was Edge. Edge coming back, or Daniel Bryan coming back. You know what I mean? 
But neither one of those were as big as this right here. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Him coming back is, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah. But at the same time, I just, I don't know. I'm going to say. I I want to hope that they're going to do good with him. In this day and age, in this day and age, like, you know, that adjust for inflation. That's what they always say. Like, adjusted for inflation, adjusted for inflation. CM Punk last night was a bigger reaction, a bigger needle mover, a bigger get than Hogan was for WCW when he first came in. Oh, when he first came in? Yeah. Definitely. We're not talking about the NWO days. nobody was, everybody was kind of over it at that point. Yeah. He came in in a weird time. Yeah, he came in when people were just done with Hogan. Like, they were done with everything at yeah, that point. Yeah, And it didn't have, he didn't have the, that kind of reaction until he turned heel. So if you're adjusting for inflation on our part, which I'm going to say with wrestling, it's adjusting for deflation. Because, you know, back in the day, wrestling used to get like, like WCW when it went under was like still getting a 2.0 rating. Most wrestling is not getting that anymore. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's more options. Uh, there's more than just cable. There's internet providers. There's, uh, you know, YouTube. There's all this stuff that people can watch. So they're not just watching cable anymore. Adjusted for deflation, this might be one of the best things I've ever seen in wrestling. Just adjusted for deflation. If you were to inflate this on a bigger audience, like if all things considered and we moved back in time and everything was the same, this would be right up there with Scott Hall jumping the barrier at WCW and announcing NWO. During that time, nothing was bigger than Hogan turning heel. Yes. Like that... Right there. That had people throwing shit in the ring for yes. like months and months yeah. and months and months on the same Because they fucking... really hated Hogan. No, they... No, no, they, they wanted to hate Hogan for a while. In a way, but a lot of people just... It didn't sit well with them that he turned his back on the Hulkamania. I remember brother. when you told me it was Hogan that was the third man. I was like, oh, it's bullshit. I hate Hogan. Like, I'm so tired of Hogan. And I was like, what, 13? <laughs> So, I'm going to say adjusted for deflation, this might be the biggest move that that was televised. Like, people knew that it was coming, and it still had people watching. You know what I mean? Like, as a jaded wrestling fan myself, I was watching it knowing that it was going to happen, and the whole time I had a smile on my face. And if you can do that with me, who's jaded, who's looking for the holes and everything, and just like going, uh... And I get bored really easy and I can change the channel. I wasn't going anywhere for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and in his interview, he brought up two people. Britt Baker. He said his first words were, you guys sure know how to make a guy feel welcome like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Because last week they were in Pittsburgh and Britt Baker got a huge ovation because it was her hometown. He put So he puts over Britt Baker. And then at the end, he calls out Darby Allen and tells him, you've done a lot of dangerous things. But the most dangerous thing you could do is step in the ring with me. So he builds a thing with Darby Allen and he puts over Britt Baker. He's already made people. You know what I mean? Like he's already brought them up. And the greatest thing about this organization is there's no barriers. It doesn't seem like there's barriers. Like in WWE, you can't mention certain things. You can't bring up the past. Let's not talk about this. Let's talk about that. Dude, this is going to be awesome. Like, even on a, I hope so. But you know how their fucking booking bullshit is ran, 
and and all that. Well, there's too many shifts in the goddamn kitchen. The kitchen is only so big. You got all these fucking like twenty fucks ideas <laughs> wandering around, and they don't know what they're gonna use. And Tony Khan sometimes has to fucking step in and do editing and all kind of shit. Right. You know things are hectic around there. There's too many people with their their finger in the pie. Well, with that said. The rumor is he's going to have full creative control. And that's fine for a few people, but if you have that many people, and Young Bucks have it, from my understanding, goddamn uh, Kenny Omega, you know he fucking has it, Jericho, and the list goes on and on with people with that privilege. I don't want it to be another WCW where you have to please everybody, and then the product consumes itself and then the fans turn on it now here's what i will say like and and that's a valid point but do we look at punk and say that he has a hulk hogan ego like if he is coming out there and the first thing he does is put over two other people which let's be honest i was never like after i turned like 10 or 11 i was not a hogan i was not a hogan fan anymore you know what i mean like i was done with hogan and i saw through him like i'm like yeah and you kind of got the feeling, even when we were teenagers and we were kind of hearing the dirt sheet stuff and everything, Hogan was about Hogan. You know what I mean? Definitely. And you had to be at that point. But that to be, worked for you, him. You had to be at that point because... If Stone Cold wasn't about Stone Cold, Stone Cold would have never got anywhere. At the same time, Stone Cold still put over people. You know what I mean? Like, there were things that he did that was a little different than Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, for that experience, what you're talking about... I agree. It didn't make sense that he just puts him over in a non-televised match. I or a televised it. match. I get it, but he still went against the company and the boss. And, it, you know, he was like, well, goddamn kid, I'm fucking leaving. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, I, I can see both sides. Do there. something different. I can see both sides there. You know what I mean? Like, but I have constantly watched WWE drop the ball. And here's the other thing. So, so Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson has apparently signed with AEW. So, are they are they uh, debuting him at the next pay per view? I don't know. You'd have to feel like shit if you're not Daniel Danielson. <laughs> You'll have to feel like shit, Brand. right? If you're Bryan Danielson, right? Like you just saw that reaction. These motherfuckers go, are going to debut me next week. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm him, I'm like either a I'm going to be the the guy that jumps in at the end of the match and screws over punk. You know what I mean? Like that something like that needs to happen. You either have to do that or you have to wait a few months and let this die down a little bit and then bring him up. Well my vision my vision, like if AEW was my company, yeah. I wanted CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and fucking Bray Wyatt all to yeah. debut at the same time. What about Adam Cole? Fuck him. I don't I mean he's what? he doesn't he just doesn't. You can't do it. get over the size factor, can you? I just, you know, I've, I've. I mean, he's awesome. Haven't I, seen that many of his matches, and what I have seen of him, here's what nobody. Here's not what nobody's talking about. What if it's Brock Lesnar? That'd be great. Anyways, like, let me tell a, you my vision. Let me finish my vision. Hold on, just before you get to your vision, you know, there's rumors that there's a third big signing, and there's people. That's that, what I've seen. There's a purple people. There's a purple people eater. <laughs> there's people saying. Oh, it could be Ric Flair. Ric Flair doesn't move the needle for me. He's one of the greatest ever, but he's old now. He's like in his 70s. That motherfucker is doing what I said he was going to do. 
He is beside. Train. <laughs> no, that wasn't him. I know. He said sure. the he said the Nates don't ride trains. <laughs> he already tweeted that out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're confused about what we're talking about, look up. Uh, Ric Flair was trending this week, and there was a picture of a guy with blonde hair uh, performing cunnilingus on a woman on a, a bus or a train. It was a train. It was a train, yeah. And he put out a, p- a thing saying, that wasn't me. He said, the nature don't ride trains. <laughs> Woo. But anyways, yeah, so like, Ric Flair doesn't move the needle for me. That Dude. doesn't excite me. See, as a jaded wrestling fan, I'm like, I've seen this in TNA before. No. Just like Christian. What, you know what I mean? What he's going to do is what he is. What he left to do is what he's already done in Mexico so yeah. far. He's going to be right there beside Andrade. He's going to be... The, like the classy Freddie Blassie type yeah. mouthpiece for yeah. him. But I'm I'm looking at it more like. Uh, <sighs> Here's the thing: if he joins AEW, great. I don't mind that. But you can't hype up after we've seen what we just yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You I'm can't hype up Ric Flair as a big signing. But that's a Jake the Snake you, Roberts type signing at this point. You got Andrade without him, or you got Andrade with him. Well, Andrade's uh, Andrade's manager is about three weeks earlier than this release of Ric Flair from WWE because they signed Chavo to be his manager. You know what Yikes. I mean? Well, that's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee you that. Chavo's that's like, wait not a gonna minute. That's not going to last. And he already had like a, uh, a an interpreter type guy that was there, and he already got left in the shadows because Chavo – and before Chavo, it was uh, Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> so it's like they're they're slowly finding somebody that's going to be a better uh, like a better mouthpiece for him. That's going to be the niche, brother. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? You know what I mean? That's I mean, like, if we're everybody at knows it, who Andrade's with. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. So and we, I'm sorry if you've tuned into the show and you're not a wrestling fan. We're, every once in a while, we do a wrestling show, <laughs> and right now wrestling's hot. Uh, but yeah, like you said, everybody knows who Andrade's with. Like so, he, everybody knows who Poppin' Law is. Yeah. So when I seen that uh, he asked for his release, I knew he's going to be with Andrade. That's yeah. just what he's going to do, and that's the best thing for him. Yeah. Because it, you know. I haven't seen just like a shit ton of Andrade matches, right. but from what I heard, he was like he's one good, of the better worker. Uh, uh, Mexican guys to come out of you know the luchador thing, yeah. and he can work any style, you yep. know whatever. So they said he's like the next big thing as far as the Mexican guys go. And dude, you put Ric Flair behind him, and and yeah. that's literally like him living the gimmick. But here's you know? here's my thing. Who who moves the needle now? Like who do you get? You know, well, there's rumors that Bray Wyatt was that, that, there last night. Well, like I said, my vision. People have pictures, so go ahead. But my your vision, vision was CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Bray Wyatt all appear together. They you can't do it though. Yes, you could. You because could, but it takes away. I get what you're saying, but if you did it this way, it would be the best. I know what you're thinking. They are a stable. It's almost like yeah. NWO type thing, you know. And um, I'm just they not, just I'm, run roughshod yeah. over AEW and all their little people. And I'm not saying it might not happen. That that would have been perfect me, for me. For me, I think debut in Punk alone was a thing. 
I mean, he almost, with that reaction and the reaction he got North Carolina when they announced that CM Punk, like after the announcement that CM Punk was signing, they announced that there was a show in, show in Chicago that was going to happen, and North Carolina was like, CM Punk, CM Punk. You got to make him a baby face. You know what I mean? Like, he can't come in and be that NWO-type guy. When um, he comes in, he's good for a little bit, makes yeah. the old switcheroo. You, I mean, I still think it'd take oh, it fuck him up. In my opinion, you have him come in, have a babyface, babyface match against Darby. He wins, and then at the end of it, he's attacked by Daniel Bryan. That, in my my opinion, and then you have Daniel Bryan and Punk. You don't have to hot shot uh, Punk and Kenny Omega. You can still do Kenny Omega and Adam Page. You still have all these things that you can keep building until the next year. You can milk this for as long. And then imagine if they get somebody like Adam Page that you can throw in there. Or uh, I guess his name would be Wyndham. Adam Page? Yeah. Who's that? I'm sorry. Adam Page is Hangman Adam Page. I'm sorry. Adam Cole. <laughs> imagine if they get Adam Cole and they could throw him in there. Imagine if they get Bray Wyatt and he They're comes in going there. going to get Bray Wyatt. I, God, man. I really hope so. Do you so. honestly see Bray Wyatt going to Impact? But no. God, no. I like Impact. But <laughs> I don't like Impact. <laughs> I do. I, I, they got the Impact channel on uh, uh, the Samsung bullshit and Pluto TV and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Hell, I just have it on there most of the time. Do um, they do they show old stuff or the new? They stuff? show old stuff, but about every couple of hours they'll show a show that they aired maybe like two weeks Recently? ago. Recently, okay, that's Access. pretty cool. And dude, I've dude. seen a, a, a maybe like five of the last uh, shows that they've done. That is brilliant. I like kudos it. to Impact Wrestling for doing that because Pluto TV. Is that like everybody gets it? It's it's our channel seven. Yes, everybody gets it around here. But we're talking about on a national basis. But if you got a phone, you got Pluto TV yeah. potentially. And know. and I think I was the one that told you about Pluto TV. I was like, you ought to see. And I found out about it like six years ago because I could download it on my PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is cool, like internet TV channel that looks like a real cable. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be honest, man, if it was if if TNT or AEW came on Pluto, I would cancel my cable subscription. <laughs> That's the only thing I watch. I can find everything else other places. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, what I've seen in the last maybe, you know, five weeks of impact, I, I, I got no, I mean, yeah, of course I don't, you can I don't fucking, hate it. You yeah. can, you can pick apart anything. Right. But, you know, there, I didn't find myself wanting to change the fucking channel. Right. I, I was, oh, okay. This is pretty cool. You know? I, right. I it, think the long, for what they got, they're doing good things with what they have. And I, I made a mention the other night. To a casual wrestling fan that was on our, my Facebook, I said, uh, there's, there's rumors that there's a third signing. Like, there might be somebody just as big. And they were like, yeah, it's probably going to be, be, be Bray Wyatt. And I was like, let me ask you this. Because there's rumors that Brock Lesnar might be signing with another company. That's whatever. <laughs> and it might be New Japan. Like, everybody's underplaying it. But what if it was Brock Lesnar? And he laughed. He put a laughing emoji, yeah. emoji on it. He was like, Brock Lesnar signing was... But CM Punk's been gone for seven years. He told everybody. He told Mick Foley when he retired, I'm not like you, Mick. When I retire, I'm done. 
Oh yeah, and Chris Van Blip or whatever his Van name Vliet. is. Yeah, like he asked him, and he he put this on his Instagram uh, a day or two, or I guess yesterday, really. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, "Do you remember?" Or he said something like, "Do you remember this from 2014?" And it's him interviewing Punk at some kind of red carpet or something. Yeah. And he said, "So when are you going to come back to wrestling?" He's like, you know, they say never say never. And Punk grabbed the mic and he's like, I'm saying never, <laughs> never again. Right. That was his thoughts at the state of wrestling at that time. I will say that the Young Bucks have been killing it with their new bio posted posts on Twitter. They've been posting new bio posts. And the other day, at their heels. So I'm cool with this. It said new bio post, and I clicked on it. And it said, "Thank God we started a company so CM Punk could come back." <laughs> and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Like I think that's I just cool. uh, I I am so over them, and I've been over them for a while. Well, here's the they thing. have the same match every fucking time they wrestle, and it, you know, I I'm still a fan of them. But here's the thing. Long story short, Josh, when was the last time we were this giddy about wrestling? When AEW first started. Before that, when was the last time you were this giddy about wrestling? Probably like 2016, 17 maybe. Maybe. 17 was about it. Yeah. And before that, it was what, the the late 90s? Well, you know, I liked uh, 2013, 2014, okay. WWE, stuff yeah. like that. But you I know. guess what I'm saying is there's bullet points there. You know what I mean? Like, if you look back at your timeline, but as, there's, like, little points. As giddy, it's it's hard to, you know... To like, say you're this, like, okay. Like, I told you the other night, like, I'm probably going to buy the AEW pay-per-view. I want you to come over. You'd probably come right over, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been probably since the start of AEW. Yeah. And that was just getting giddy about the idea of, what if? What yeah. if they do this? What if, what if they do that? What if uh, this thing takes off, you know? And if Tony Khan can talk CM Punk into coming back after seven years to a wrestling company, he can throw money at them. Yeah. And also, and also. <laughs> See, that's, that's the key right there. Well, you've got a, a with, legit multi-billionaire with, but, backing a company. But not only that, you can say, hey, 52 times a year. Yeah. 52 shows and maybe four pay-per-views. And we might want you on Rampage every once in a while. Right. You know what I mean? Like, But, but you know, you know what I know about Brock Lesnar. Like, you know what it's all about with yep. him. All you have to do is look, I mean, just look at any of the interviews where he's not in character and somebody's talking to him and they ask him certain questions. You'll figure out yeah. he is all about the money. I'm going to go out That's all it is. Mark, mark the date. August 21st. I'm going to say AEW does sign Ric Flair. I'm going to say AEW does sign Adam Cole. I'm going to say even uh, Bray Wyatt signs with AEW. But I am saying right now that I believe in my heart of hearts that the next big signing they're talking about is bigger than that, and they might be swinging for Brock Lesnar. They're idiots if they don't. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't Brock, you? Brock has... Brock moves the needle. He's different. Yeah. And he, like it's he's, he's one of those guys that moves the needle. He's one of them guys that, you know, he would have that CM Punk type uh, uh impact. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know um Well, one other thing, Josh, that's going to have that impact is when you buy a shirt from tinyurl.com/p3radiotees. 
is the home of our P3 Radio Tees. And Josh, what will they find if they go over there at tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees? Man, they're going to find Dwayne still going to get that truck t-shirt, the cover art t-shirt, the ECW-like t-shirt from all this wrestling talk we've been doing, and so many more t-shirts. Tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees. Tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees is the home of P3 Radio Merchandise. Bon Jovi here, Josh. Would you like oh, a jalapeno oh, bacon wrap cheddar popper? Try one. Um, oh, the reason why. Don't take the whole plate, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not just going to. I, I want to pick and choose which one I think is the done, most done. <laughs> here you go. So oh, my God. Is it pretty good? That's fucking fire right there. So, my wife came in to bring us some jalapeno poppers. She was knocking like the police at the door. <laughs> so, that was why we had the long born Let's, to be your baby. Do not do not act like that's the reason. We had this long fucking born to be my baby because this has been the song that's been my fucking bowl of butter beans for a while. Like, I'm <laughs> serious. Like, this song has invaded my mind. For the past week. Maybe the baby doesn't know she was beautiful. Never crossed her mind. <laughs> now we're just eating peppers on the <laughs> on the radio. But yeah, you said this song had been stuck in your mind. Like you'd woke up and this is just in your oh, head. And see, the song here actually has a wrestling reference to it, or at least in my mind. The reason that it's been in my head so long, a couple you like him, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, yeah, you ever heard of Roy Lusher? He's one of the more famous tape traders, and no. he's considered I didn't like get the, the... I wish I would have been more in the tape trading, but I wasn't. Well, he's he's one of the people, like, he was at the, uh, the fucking, um, that first uh, AAA show that we ever saw on pay-per-view. Lucha Libre, when worlds collide? Yes, he was in attendance. Like, uh, he's from... Uh, California? 
Yes, si, senor. I thought and, that, you know, to this day, I still thought that was in Mexico. It was not. No. It was LA. in the U.S. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, the night after, the night after that, they went to Chicago. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. But either way, um, yeah, he he's uh, one of the more famous tape traders and fucking uh, uh, wrestling posters and whatnot. He posts a lot of shit on uh, Daily Motion and stuff. And... Um, he posted some USWA stuff from 1989, and <clears throat> excuse me, there's yeah. jalapeno <laughs> coming back. So um, I'm gonna leave these right here so you can grab another one. If he you want. he posted uh, a USWA video, and like the picture is the dirty white boy and the mm-hmm. dirty white girl standing there with Dave Brown, and is he still alive? Uh, yes. Okay. And um, do you know Kim, the dirty white girl? That yeah. is Dr. Tom Pritchard's ex-sister-in-law. Do you know that? You got excited there. I did. Hit Dr. The Tom. <laughs> but yeah. Ex-sister-in-law. Um, yeah. Uh, Dr. Tom, back in the Continental days. He they was, still should be sister-in-law. She just divorced his sister-in-law he, status. He was with Kim's sister. Oh. So, yeah, him and, and, and when you think about it, him and the Dirty White Boy had one of the worst feuds ever. And I mean worst as in, like, Dirty White Boy tried to fucking hang Dr. Tom Richard. <laughs> like, we, I thought he murdered We're getting him. all kind of juicy stuff from you tonight, Josh. We're getting yeah. uh, Vince like his steaks with ketchup. Well we're done getting, with ketchup. We're getting sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws and... Look, There's I'm a guy just telling to you, hang who, somebody, and my I'm brakes don't you, work. Yeah. There's all kinds of great stuff. I think that's the way it's being placed <laughs> in your head. But yeah, talking about wrestling, man. Yeah. Um, but either way, R A W S S L S wrestling. What was it? I'm not sure that's the way it went. S L I N. That's wrestling. Going to wrestling. Going. We used to have that. Yeah, we did. We stopped talking about wrestling. Andre the Giant must be seven foot nine. Eight foot tall. Seven foot nine. Either way, S S L I N. That's wrestling. The video that Roy Lucher put up was a Jeff Jarrett, simply irresistible. The Golden Boy, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, and um, it have was just having another one of these poppers. It was pretty. Oh, thank you, sir. You're uh, a sweetheart. It was uh, pretty much Jeff Jarrett. His anal cavity is going to be exposed pretty soon. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry about Not it. Not one of those kind of poppers. I don't have something exposed in my anal Here, cavity. Take this last one. You just sure. sit right there. It'll be fine. I just took one. All right, well, thanks. <laughs> Throw it at me. Uh, Anyway, uh-huh. Jeff Jarrett it shows him um, getting up out of bed, and he's taking a shower, and he's fixing to go to wrestle and shit, and um, smack a little harder. Play. There you go. And poppers are good, ain't they, boy? <laughs> popper in my mouth. Either way, the goddamn uh, music video, the, the music that's hyping him was Born to Be My Baby. And that Man, just, this is a long story. <laughs> well, we've, we've done offshooted, I don't know how many times. <laughs> we've had a plate full of poppers. Well, we yeah. got to do something so we can eat, <laughs> goddamn. This is what I like to call my headlock spot. <laughs> Grab a hold. We're eating poppers. <laughs> well, here's a hold, Josh. Britney Spears has been free for a week. Hold on. Do we have a crowd cheering noise? I don't know. Do we have one of those? I'm doing them drums. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Masturbate. No, that wasn't the right <laughs> one. I, I would. I only wish society could look at it in its proper light. <laughs> you have great tits. 
They're really beautiful. <laughs> I like nice tits. I can't find the cheering s- section, but with that said, all that's those a great are song. all fucking you know. <laughs> Right. Well, what I do, I feel awful. It's just like I've committed a crime or something. <laughs> just like I was like Britney's dad getting all that money. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. All four of those that I just hit were true. Were true. With Britney's first week free, it was masturbate. You have great tits. They're really beautiful. I like what nice I do, tits. I feel awful. It's just like I've committed a crime or something. <laughs> Maybe that was just three. But the reason why I said that. Do that. Uh, everybody got. Oh. <laughs> this one? Man, everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you, did you see it's that? It's hard to believe what grandmother experienced, but let's hear her story. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was when we interviewed Kevin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear about the the vaccines? Uh, Hotter than a two dollar pistol. That was my wiener head after I seen those videos she was posting. No, so, uh, HIV uh, vaccines. They're talking about uh, there may actually be a cure. Nice. And it's coming from uh, the COVID vaccine yeah. research or whatever. The, but they're saying. Like, I think I brought that up like six, yeah, seven months ago. <laughs> but they're asking people to be uh, 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 participants in this fucking testing for it. Like it's legit. Like So you're gonna, telling me if I get a shot. They want me to go out there and just fuck anything that moves. No, they're saying <laughs> if you've already done that. Oh, fuck. Not be a cure. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, goddamn. That, baby, I'm doing it for science. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> no. So getting back to Britney Spears. Dude. She her, was born to be my baby. Her first week. Like, her first week. Have You're you ever saying heard? She's, she's free, like. All right, so she was. Like, I know, her dad. Her dad down. was like, "All right, fuck it, whatever." People, people think I'm Satan. Fuck it, I'll step away. So he did. And then they started talking about how much, how many millions of dollars he made off of her career. So not only that, but she's went buck wild on Instagram. <laughs> no, on so, the gram. So her first video as a free woman was her like undoing her shirt, <laughs> unzipping her pants. Pulling out, like, and it was jump cuts, and then her bra holding her titties to, like, <laughs> to, like show them off. Like, her inner stripper came out, and then... Well, she's her, a slave for you. So, most of her videos was just her, like, holding her titties. Like that Janet like, Jackson Rolling Stone cover. I couldn't do this before, but I'm going to hold my titties right now and take Instagram pictures. And <laughs> <laughs> dance my fucking ass off. Right, I'm going to spin in circles. But... Two things, hit that, it. two things that have come out was like the, my wiener <laughs> and one of my balls with a vengeance. <laughs> no. I don't know where the other ball was. Oh, maybe that was a, the, your two things. The two things that have come out about Britney Spears were a, she may have been married in 2013, 2014. Now, how would she be married if she was controlled by somebody else? I don't know. That's, that's one of the, but the other thing, here's the thing about the media. When you open those floodgates and you say, this person's been in captivity, 
attack them. <laughs> That's what the media does. Uh, the other thing is this new thing that just came out two days ago from when we were recording, Josh. Now, she ain't been free, but for seven. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not Maybe even full five. seven. Maybe about five days Britney she's been free. Britney Spears under investigation over a battery of staff. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how much of this is fucking Jamie Spears doing? Uh, yeah. Or because how much of this might be real? It how, many, much, it, how much of this might have been Jamie Spears going, I'll unleash the Kraken. Fuck it. <laughs> no, but, dude, okay. He's got, I mean, it's documented. He's got millions of dollars yeah. at his disposal. But we're talking about what's reporting on this, Josh, is our local news, WBBJ, 7 Eyewitness News. Now, this is just a copy and paste game oh, yeah. that they've got from Associated Press, the AP. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they're just looking for hits just like anybody else. Yeah. But I'm just saying... How much of this is like, you know, Jamie Spears? Because, you know, when you got money, you can make the needle move like yep, we've been talking yep. about. You know, you got enough money, you can make anybody believe whatever the fuck you want them to believe. Like, hey, my cash cow just got free. Let's let's put her back under captivity. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need you. I'm, I got $50,000. I'm going to need you to report <laughs> that right now. All right. So That's kind of stupid. And, and who knows? Maybe this is him. Maybe he has nothing to do with it. And this is just one of those Maybe things. this is true. Maybe it's true. She's uh, crazy. Thousand, so. Oak, Thousand Oaks, California. Uh, authorities say they are investigating Britney Spears over alleged misdemeanor battery after a staff member at her home said the singer struck her. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office said thir- Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that looked like Tuesday. Thursday, that deputies responded to Spears' home. After the staff member reported the Monday night dispute. Now, this this might be this like night in question. two days. <laughs> no, that's not even two days after. This is now Saturday. We're saying she's been free about five days. Yeah. This might have been day one. <laughs> this is like Jamie Spears. God damn it. Say she hit you or something. I'll give you $50. Like, or or she I'm really did free. It. And now I'm going to whip your ass. (laughs) I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck your little friend up. Your little kid, she needs to go outside. You, you, and you are about to lock the doors. Lock the doors. (laughs) This is about to happen. Uh, Daddy ain't here to protect y'all motherfuckers now. (laughs) No one was injured. I think it was you that was snitching me out when I go on the gram and get my titties out. (laughs) Spears' attorney, Matthew Rosengart, says the investigation is nothing more than a manufactured, uh, nothing more than manufactured. It says nothing more than a manufactured. That's what it says. I'm not stupid right they there, They copy right? and pasted that, so who's stupid right there? Um, he said, regarding a cell phone, he said there is no striking injury. The 39-year-old Spears has a home in Thousand Oaks, about 40 miles. Why are they giving out her home address? <laughs> like, for real. She's famous. Why are you doing that? Yeah. For more details, click here. <laughs> like, who's clicking there? But, yeah, it says Spears' attorney, Matthew Rosengart, says the investigation is nothing more than a manufactured. He said, she said, oh, oh nothing more than a manufactured. He said, she said, regarding a cell phone. So he's saying that there was no contact ever made, but I mean, that's like day one, like day one, you're free. So you got to think that that's some bullshit that was brought about, you know, just to try to throw her off balance. 
you know, I mean, you know how that kind of shit is, man. Whenever you fuck somebody's money stream up, yeah. no matter if you are the reason they have the money stream, you know, they're going to try to, like, throw shade on you, you know. So I, I would take that with, a like, a, a grain of salt, yeah. you know, with a grain of salt, like, for what's going on. Because, I mean, a grain of assaulted. <laughs> has she been arrested? No. No. There you go. But I don't think they arrest for simple assault if it's... They if, don't? Yeah, no. Not unless there's a witness. Because at that point, I could say, you assaulted me. Sending him to jail is like, no. Yeah, I think there has to be like a witness and all that stuff. It's it's hard to get simple assault rest. Well, when you're a f- when you're famous, there's usually like four or five people yeah. around at Somebody all times. Somebody videotaping or so, something. You know. And at that point, I still don't think there's a rest. I think it's just like a... You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, like a citation or something. Uh, well, there needs to be a rest. Well, speaking of people that won't have rest, Josh, <laughs> this is something that even BT posted out Dude. this week. Somebody from my friends list. Now I've seen that they blatantly stole this. Yeah. This this headline here. Even our local news picked it up from but the Associated Press. <laughs> there was a, a certain Facebook post that said, "Well, I guess in a month or so." Yeah. We oh, no, gotta... Don't 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 vary the league because I know where you're going with this. You know who I'm talking. Let, about. Let's talk about this. <clears throat> uh, OnlyFans website to ban sexually explicit content. OnlyFans, a site where fans pay creators for their photos, videos, is planning to ban sexually explicit content. To this point, Josh, the <laughs> first time I'd ever heard about OnlyFans was about a, a bitch that you worked with titties. No, was <laughs> a you mentioned it one day, and B, Sunny, Tammy Cinch posted on Twitter is like follow my OnlyFans. I'm like I don't even know what that is, and then you mentioned it one day. You were like, you know, asking a bitch about Hey, you're she a pervert. Only- <laughs> no, she was like, hey, you asked me. You were like, you know, it's no, illegal to ask I said, a- I sent you, you and BT a text message last year as the pandemic was going on, like going into full force. I said, no. so apparently it's frowned upon to ask a coworker if she has an OnlyFans <laughs> or not. You said it here not. on the show. I did? Yes. <laughs> that was the first time I'd really heard it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I'd see more and more people start posting about it, yeah. even in, in the pandemic. Right. Um, so OnlyFans, and I thought it was just only a sexually explicit site. That's what I thought. Apparently they do other things, too. Apparently they were supposed to be like the uh, <clears throat> cameo. But so more people are like, oh, I head- can show my hooter. Apparently, for the headline, <laughs> from the headline, uh, they got a lot more people doing a lot more things than sexually explicit stuff because they're going to ban all that shit. Yeah. And so here's my thing: Do we have a case here of uh, the OnlyFans creators, like you know the uh, proprietors, yeah. proprietors of this website? Like, are they just? Is this a case of okay, I've got my money? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah. I'm gonna get out now. Yeah. While I'm still rich and while there's no scandals and something taking my money away from me, uh, all you motherfuckers that are posting porn, guess what? It's over with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will say this has happened before. Before there was a, a, a subscription based thing called Vine. You remember Vine? Yeah. It was tied into kind of like Vine. yeah. It was kind of tied into Twitter a little bit. People were like, oh, yeah. you could post a Vine. Uh, Vine 
at one point or another was like the Wild West. And you could click on something and it could be a funny video or it could be a hairbrush in the back of a, co- like the back of a hairbrush in a cooch. <laughs> like it could be anything. And you're like, Jesus. I never knew porn was on Vine. I'm pretty sure it was. Huh. Like, like I, if I'm remembering I correctly. I would have been on it a lot more. Because <laughs> I remember going, Jesus, this is like, I can't look at my phone <laughs> and try to look at a funny video. Like, so. I didn't have Vine on my Coochie phone. ain't funny, bitch. <laughs> no, it's like, can't make funny in porn. <laughs> you can make funny in wrestling, but not funny in porn. <laughs> <laughs> I like my coochies one way. But <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, they deleted like all adult content from Vine. And within like a year and a half, they were done. <laughs> right. Playboy decided they weren't going to feature women <laughs> like, <laughs> like i'm not gonna feature it. peanut butter in my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches anymore i'm you making got, jelly sandwiches bitch <laughs> you got jelly sandwiches like nobody wants jelly sandwiches they want peanut butter and jelly well, guess what that's what you're getting <laughs> well we're not I'm gonna watch done. it and dolly parton can't post in your magazine because you don't have one anymore <laughs> so i feel like that's what's happening to all fans somebody got paid off and they're killing <laughs> yeah, off their the own. creators. Yeah, they're, they're killing off done. their own product. So the you spokes- got to think. Go ahead. That girl, um, cash me outside. How about yeah. that? Bad baby. She said that like she's made so much money off of OnlyFans. Like, is she of age? Yes. Oh, okay. And that was, I was gonna the, say that's, that's that was the big thing this year. It was like uh, she created an OnlyFans within a week. After her uh, 18th birthday. Oh, Jesus. And she made a record amount of money. See, that's the people that's that you That's fucking like watch. weird. Yeah. That, that, <sighs> you gotta, that's the same people. Dude. Everybody hey, that we subscribed. Were there, we were there for the last fucking person in the story that we were just talking about, Britney yeah. Spears. Countdown to 18. Yeah, we but were we there. were we were younger than her, right? But we also seen <laughs> yeah. all the shit surrounding all that. Yeah. Hey, we were fucking. Uh, excuse me, we were um, <laughs> we were okay with our assumptions At that and time, fucking, Yes, yeah, we were like, yeah, I can't wait, you know, because <laughs> as hey, an adult, I'm there too. As an adult, though, it's like imagine being 25 back then. It's like, hey, y'all know she's 17, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like, what the fuck? Everybody that signed up that's over, like, let's say 25 years old. Yeah. If there was anybody over 25 years old that signed up for Cash Me Outside, Bad how about baby. that, whatever her name is, you apparently know more than me. If there was anybody no, over... No, there were, there were a lot of uh, articles that's like, she literally said she made so much money off of that. They should Like, be, she could retire right now. They should be their picture up at the post office. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Like, there should be no questions asked. It's like, okay, you know what you did. Yeah. Technically, she's legal, but we know what you're yanking it to. It's that Dr. Phil episode. And, you know, she knew, she knew, like, yeah. dude, she created it a week after her 18th birthday. Yeah. I'm surprised she waited that long. I don't know, man. The older I get, like, when I was younger, that might have been like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. But, if I was 18, yeah. like, right now, I'd be like, oh, my God. I, like I said, up to 25. Because yeah. I don't think the the testosterone doesn't leave your body until you're about 25 anyways. Are to you a, saying you to can't a point. keep up? <laughs> to a point. <laughs> you know what I mean? 18 and up. 18 to 25, yes. Anything over that, and you're like still looking at 18-year-olds. Like, dude, what are you doing? 
I don't know anybody <laughs> like anybody our age still going. I still whack it to eighteen year old porn. Yeah, you're a pedophile. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no. I, I, I'm the same all the way through. I've been whacking it to forty year old women <laughs> my whole life. Not even porn. I mean, just J.C. Penney's catalog. <laughs> Fucking lesson line. Got the same. <laughs> oh, Miss Drumright, you tell me about that English homework. Oh, rest oh in peace. my God. Rest in peace. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. A spokesperson says that the band will start October 1st for OnlyFans, and as a result of requests from banking partners nudity is still okay if it is consistent with the company's policy so they're like so they're gonna out. have a lot of fucking river rock accounts yeah. where like bitches like oh this is nude yoga this is nude yoga so you're gonna have a bunch of people doing nude yoga OnlyFans has become the famous as a space for celebrities to interact with people on a personal level as well as a place where sex workers can post and get paid in a relatively safe manner uh, OnlyFans says it has 130 million users, <laughs> 2 million creators who have collectively earned $5 billion. So there's your reason right there yeah. why they're getting out. They've made their money. Yeah. They're yeah. done. Yeah. They're uh, the ultimate pimps. So to piggyback on what you said, the first comment I saw on this on the our local news is, yay, this means service is about to get better because we're going to have wait, waiter, waiters no, waitresses, waitresses. waitresses at our restaurants again. <laughs> Back in October. Or coming up in October. Yeah. <laughs> like Just the ones that are bad with their money. Because <laughs> if they invested in the right things, <laughs> they won't be back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was the But that does make sense, doesn't it? Like, I mean, it does. If, but... you're, if you're a quote-unquote hot waitress and you could just... Show a nipple on a on a uh, a website, make a million dollars, or in the parking lot, make fifty. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Do you do you show it in the parking lot and make fifty dollars, or do you show it online and make a hundred and fifty dollars? Depending on how many guests there are, yeah. right? <laughs> so I don't know. What are you thinking? OnlyFans will be. Uh, I, I'm gonna. Uh, all right. Well, as, I mean, as you sure know, as I am, as Brock Lesnar will be in AEW, <laughs> OnlyFans will go out of business within in 20- two years. Oh, not even that. 2023 of August. I guarantee you by July 2022, they're done. Like, it'll be a shell of any, you know. What are they going to have to offer? What? I mean, <laughs> seriously, what do they have to offer? Yoga rock. After, yeah, that's it. That's and it. That, just like YouTube, you know. And when I say that, I, I, feel, like, I feel stupid because YouTube... Everybody was like, oh, they're making commercials happen. Although I still get annoyed when there's like a double commercial. I do too, but at the same (laughs) time. One commercial I'm cool with, but a double commercial I'm like, thick. (laughs) But at the same time, when those commercials first started popping up, when it was just ad-free, like you could just go on YouTube all the time, I was thinking, well... A couple years, this is done. Yeah, like There'll be something else to take its place and blah, blah, blah. No. They're still YouTube, yeah. But you know, you got the River Rock people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch a commercial about Tide if I get to see a fat bitch with a River Rock on her, <laughs> naked doing yoga with a radiator that's exposed, and telling me why I should do it. <laughs> then she's hitting those crystals as deodorant. I bet she smo- smells like a hot dog factory. 
<laughs> I bet her pussy smells like sauerkraut. Oh my. <laughs> we probably should go after that. Yeah. That's awful. Well, Josh, we've done our time. We've done our penance. And unlike your car, we have to have a stopping point right now. <laughs> <laughs> But if they want to follow us on social media, how do they do that, Josh? Man, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, putting that search bar, Pop Poncho, P-O-N-C-H-O, motherfucker. And you'll find our photo. And if you want to get with us the old school way, give us a text message, leave us a voicemail. Might play the shit on the show, you never know. 731-300-6675. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thanks for listening. Good night.